breaking news from The Athletic. This is Tim McMaster from The Athletic, along with our White Sox reporter James Fegan and Indians reporter Zach Meisel. With breaking news, Jose Abreu has won the 2020 American League Most Valuable Player Award. James, I'll start with you. We headed into the 2020 season. It seemed like Abreu was clearly in the twilight of his career. So what happened here in 2020? Yeah, I thought so. Uh, you know, when they signed him to a three-year, $50 million deal, I want to say, it seemed a little bit like, you know, Abreu has such a close relationship with uh, the owner, Chairman Jerry Reinsdorf. It seemed like kind of a reward of his favorite player type of situation and uh, rewarding for past performance. So I, I was, I know I personally was definitely skeptical. Um, and, you know, probably the argument that the White Sox would even make was, well, we have Luis Robert, we have Aloe Menez, we have Tim Anderson. You know, it's not going to be all on him anymore not, you know, he's going to get, you know, 2014 production's going to come back. But something that I kind of disregarded a little bit coming in was that, you know, the last two seasons, if you looked at, if you pulled up a stat cast page, you know, hard hit, exit velocity, barrel percentage was all still up around, you know, his career best and maybe even, you know, up from 2016, that he had kind of gotten in shape right for the 2017 season and seen this uptick in some of his, you you know, basically his stat cast metrics. And given the fact that, you know, on-base slugging, everything that you traditionally look at was still going downhill, and he's this big-bodied, over-30 first baseman, you kind of took it with a grain of salt. Like, okay, yeah, whatever. You know, he's still getting older. He's still on the decline. But sure enough, I mean, everything obviously still got a lot better. He still obviously produced at a, you know, a career-best rate to, to get this award. But there were some indications that maybe that guy was still there that we weren't really paying attention to. And he, he always had a lot of respect across the league as a feared hitter. So maybe the, those old school baseball guys who are always telling us, uh, you know, you have to watch out for Abreu in the middle of that White Sox lineup. Uh, maybe they were onto something because he kind of jumped out like no one was expecting this season. Yeah, he certainly did. Zach, you covered Jose Ramirez every day. I know you voted for him. He ended up getting eight first-place votes, a great season for Ramirez. Um, You also got to see a lot of Abreu because of the Central Division. What stood out to you for him this year? Well, it was was fascinating to watch him in a lineup that actually gave him some protection or seemed like any time he came up to the plate, he had runners on base. And, you know, you look at the RBI numbers, and I know counting stats are what they are, and and that one in particular doesn't really have the meaning that we thought it once did. Um, but it did at least paint a picture of it seemed like he got a hit every single time there was a runner in scoring position. And then you look at what his numbers were, and I think he hit 329 with an OPS over 1,000 in those situations. So um, it's one thing to be hitting in a lineup full of really good hitters. It's another to deliver in those situations where you're being counted on to do so. So yeah, I mean, between that and as James alluded to, I mean, he looked the part at first base and you can make an argument over, you know, when you're making these decisions and trying to figure out how defense is incorporated in a shortened season. Well, I don't know that you would penalize Abreu for his, his defense at first base this year. James, when the Sox brought back Abreu, like you mentioned, the goal was, right, that this is a team of young players, prospects coming up, and to have a guy like him as a leadership guy would be key. And then he obviously does what he did in the batter's box. But did he also deliver for this White Sox team that overachieved as that leader in the clubhouse? I mean, yeah, he's been he's been that way um, for a while now. Uh, I remember at the end of the 2019 season, uh, I did a piece kind of asking a bunch of players, like, 
is, is he as much as they talk him up to be? And they say, like, you know, he's not a rah-rah guy. Like, Jose Abreu's English has gotten a lot better, uh, you know, since he entered the league in 2014 and certainly since I started covering him in 2017. But he's still not going to be the guy who addresses the clubhouse and, you know, gives everybody the, uh, the, the, the speech from Miracle or something like that. But he's someone now, especially with their core of guys like Luis Robert, Juan Mancada, and Eloy Menez, who they absolutely model his work routine, who, you know, kind of has his little, uh, you know, fiefdom in the core of the clubhouse where everyone is just watching the way he goes about things and, and follows his, um, you know, his cage routine and, and his same approach and demeanor uh, towards the game every single day. So that's something that's very valuable given how much of their core is Cuban and Dominican players who all talk about him like a, a father figure. Um, he, he's not, you know, a, 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 some sort of, a, you know, guy who's just like holding everybody to task or who is, uh, you know, pulling guys aside constantly. But as far as someone who just, you know, literally leads by example and has been around the organization so much that everyone can kind of follow his example. And he's not just someone that, you know, they have to go out of their way to, to seek advice from. Uh, yeah, I, I would say he is that guy for the White Sox. If that's absolutely essential, I don't know. I think it would probably be harder to make that case if he was in 230 with no power. But, you know, now he's, as you can see from his numbers, that, that's not what he's providing right now. Zach, you referenced the defense and how Abreu was so good around first that it was less of a, I guess, detractor than sometimes a first baseman would be in this type of vote. Um, did you count that at all when looking at Ramirez versus Abreu? Yeah, a little bit. Um, it's so hard in the shortened season to determine what are the criteria that you should follow. It's, it's, one, it's difficult enough with 162 games of a sample size and you're trying to construct this ballot of 10 players and Especially this year, you you know you only saw the people who played in the division of the team that you cover. So, um, thankfully, covering a team in the Central, I got to see Abreu often enough. Uh, but yeah, it, it's difficult. I mean, I there was a big part of the season when I thought I was going to vote Bieber number one, uh, just because it was hard to differentiate all the hitters, and Bieber was so far and above better than all the other starting pitchers that it seemed like if, if there was ever a year to, to vote a pitcher number one, and I typically don't put pitchers on my ballot, this was the year to do that. Uh, but then it just got to a point in the season when at, Abreu and Ramirez seemed, and I guess DJ LeMahieu, but he missed, I mean, it's crazy to say missing a week is like going to torpedo your MVP chances, but in this 60-game season it kind of does. Uh, but those guys had separated themselves from the pack, so I felt comfortable uh, going with a position player, and it, it – you know, it's it's tough. I mean, I tried not to put too much stock into defense just because defensive metrics in a 60-game sample can be all over the all over the map. I mean, at least with the offensive numbers, you have some concrete evidence that those two, those if we include LeMahieu, I think those three were definitely the best offensive players this season. So um, it at least made the argument a little bit more difficult. You know, if Abreu, if Jose Ramirez would have been a gold glover at third base this year, maybe that would have uh, pushed his narrative a little further. But I, tr- I tried not to put too much stock into it overall. Jose Abreu, your 2020 American League MVP. Thanks for joining our breaking news coverage. Go to the Athletics' new headline section for much more on this story. To get access to all of the Athletics' great sports content, visit theathletic.com slash headline pod, where you can join for just $1 per week. 